This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome to the wine situation, where we find out people's situation, like Cajun man, apparently. I don't know why I just did that weird voice. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this is Ellen Clifford. I am the palate, uh, here to tell you all about wine. I've got, like, credits and stuff. Uh, I can rattle them off if I need to, but, you know, just uh, hit me up on Instagram if you've got questions why I know stuff about wine. You will hear chime-ins from time to time from the podcast guru, from uh, the host of uh, the Try It You'll Like It podcast. He is my emotional support sound guy. Uh, that's David Zwick over there. Hello. Situation du vin? Situation du vin. Uh, du vin. Du vin. Uh, French is my worst language. No. I'm terrible. French is so hard. Oh, I can't pronounce it for the life of me. I think, That's I, I'm... I think things are spelled in an unfair way. Mm. French is tough. It's also it's... like how do they? They don't say s's, so I don't know how they know when things are singular and plural. You, and uh, you well, you should try Portuguese. It's crazy how I they... like Portuguese. Oh, do you know there's... the word pineapple is in Portuguese? What is it? Abacaxi. Ooh. And they spell that with an X. Oh, but they, they drop a lot of syllables, too. Like, there's Albarino in Spain, but there it's spelled, like, A-L-V-A-R-I-N-H-O. Um, and they, they basically yeah. just say, Albarin, Albarin, and, and you're like, where's the rest? Oh, interesting. Before, like with before, the so- I know that from soccer players, like Ronaldinho, they do say the O, but that might be in a... But they sometimes would sort of say it, because I was in Vino Verde, which they'd just be like, then Verde. I'm like, what is it? Which one is? And then occasionally they'd be like Verde, and then sometimes like Verde, and I'm just like, well, languages are hard. Languages are hard, but you know what's? Wine is also hard sometimes, but um, we aim to make it less so here. Uh, The palate introduced the guest. Oh well, I. Oh no! Do we have to do a segment? I was gonna just tell people this week's hip sip to. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, uh, sorry. (sighs) The palate, do this week's hip sip tip. Thank you. You're supposed to be my emotional support. I'm not, not my... being helpful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're all like a little rowdy tonight. I don't know why. Um, my hip sip tip of the week is uh, Pinot Noir from Tasmania. Get it. You don't see it a lot, but when you can taste it, it's delicious. Have you uh, drinking anything interesting this week? Uh, I haven't uh, had anything from Tasmania, but I'll keep it in the Southern Hemisphere. I had Mendoza's, Argent- it's an Argentinian wine from the maker mendoza i had their malbec over the weekend nice. uh as part of a wine tasting Wait. and so it they were they named because mendoza is like a region but oh, there's a I wine maker named that too i or? didn't pay enough attention <sighs> to the bottle it's okay. i knew wish to wine i assumed i had all the information oh. it, uh, i could describe the bottle's label it had it, a very um abstract art pattern um it's okay. It's just, it's my fault because I didn't, I wasn't able to show up to wine shop with you. It's totally fine. I mean, I, what I got, I liked. Good. And I can go back and for the <laughs> hip sip tippers out there, I can let them know exactly which one I drank. Oh, the listeners are counting on it. <laughs> yes. And your listeners are called hip sip tippers? Um, or are they called? They're called hipsters. Oh, hipsters. Okay. They're not hipsters. Oh, okay. oh. They're hip. Sirs the palate, that's good. Fans. Thank you. I like it that you're now calling me the palate all the time. This is really Well, good. I'm getting used to, like, cha- like it's not that hard when people are transitioning, changing names, yeah. or, like, getting married and changing a name. <laughs> I have a friend who's an artist who just adopted an artist's name. Oh. So I, what I am noticing is, like, oh, it one-on-one, especially in that situation, it's, like, in my brain, they're still the name I learned them right. as. Uh, but publicly, I am being like, "Oh, you you are going by this yeah. artist name now," and I'm just noticing, like, "Oh, it's like the minorest of minor like." It's like name the people switchings. you grow up with, like my friend Annie, who's now Anne, but I would still, I, I would, I try and call her Anne, but my brother, I still call Michael. Everyone else calls him Mike, and nah. But here's all... a hip sip tip for the hipsters. Yes. Uh, respect people's names and yeah. change is not so hard. Uh, yeah, that's it. 
I'll good... find out the name of the wine. Cool. I'll do my due diligence. I I am revealing uh, the ways in which I am an audience surrogate in terms of my wine knowledge for the show. You're. I just just need you to be here. You're you're you need you're all you need to be, David. You're I'm enough. Here. Thank you so much. Um. Uh. Real quick, I'm trying to actually have actually made notes to try and remember things. I'm trying to do like uh plug the show and say that you dudes. I don't know if people really do this, but everyone else does it at the top of their podcast. If you have two seconds to leave us five stars and a rating on the iTunes. Oh, doing it at the top. That's great. I always forget otherwise. Oh, you don't do it at the end. Yeah, when have you? I I never remember anything I'm supposed to remember. Now that you mention it, I you're probably right. Yeah, five star reviews mean a lot. They're super helpful. And follow us on the Instagram. The review, like honestly, you could write this is an okay podcast as a review, and that would be so much more meaningful than a rating. Or at least just give us five stars. At least five stars. If you're gonna give us less, then fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so loving. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, I've gobbled enough gobbled uh you gobbled enough time of the podcast (laughs) i'm just gonna move into our guest she is an amazing comedian who worked with the likes of second city she is an emmy nominee for her work on uh netflix's show special please welcome to the show poonam patel hello hi (laughs) i'm so happy to be here uh yeah i poached you from adam roberts former guest of the show's uh uh podcast i was like this girl knows a lot about food and she sounds awesome and she should be on the show Uh, i just have done a lot of research in that i eat a lot That's what the world needs is people who enjoy their food. Yeah. People who just eat because they have to survive. It, I'm flabbergasted. I don't understand. I'm like, how do you experience joy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, so we can get yes. wine in. I, you guys, I actually put wine on ice for once. It's so cute. You the said, bucket is so cute. It normally is filled with bar tools, but you can take them out and so what? Uh, uh, Your ice bucket doubles duty in the Clifford house? Oh, do you want to see? I'll show you real quick. It'll take two seconds. It's sitting over there. I'll show you later. Yeah, show me later. I guess a bucket can be anything, really. It it has this top that has holes in it, and through them are all your bar tools, like your stirrer and your strainer. You can also do a nice flower arrangement through that. Oh. Oh. You could also (gasps) serve breadsticks. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have new purposes in life. I hope this is. Oh, that's a nice pop. Oh, that, that was a suave pop. Um, you said you liked chilled and bubbly reds. So yes. I was like, oh, I looked at my fridge and was like, oh, I have. Uh, I'm actually working on a whole column about sparkling red. So hold on. Let me do this. Um, you. I mean, it's looking juicy. It looks so juicy. God, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Lambrusco. <laughs> It is. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Oh, my gosh. I, I love that. It's I, like jammy. It's jammy, but it's not like it's sweet. No. It's, it's not sweet at all. Yeah. yeah. And the Lambrusco I, I recently had from Trader Joe's for $6 is very sweet. They make them. Oh, yeah. Lambrusco is actually a grape, and this one happens to be. Oh, so this is the Barbellino um, Lancelotto. Uh, Lambrusco Grasparosa di Castelvetro. What? Um, <laughs> so the grape is Lambrusco Grasparosa. There's a lot of other types of Lambruscos. This one tends to make the really dry tannic wines, but some make a more pink sweet one. Uh, uh-huh. So Lambrusco comes in a bunch of different styles. I um, I love wine, and I feel like a lot of my travels lately have been revolving around wine. But I, I just hear all about that. Oh yeah, I just. I'm still learning so much about it. I don't have like the like vocabulary to describe what I actually like. And so I've been like just making up terms that help. But I recently just learned that about a lot of grapes because like I went to Spain last year. I went to like Basque Country Mm -hmm. and Rioja like wine region because I love Tempranillos. Mm. Um, You get a lot of really interesting stuff in Basque Oh my gosh, it was like the most You get the amazing. Chocolina. Yes, and yeah. I didn't know there were white Tempranillos. There is a white Tempranillo variety, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I just assumed Tempranillos were just red wines, and I was my mind was blown. 
Yeah, and they make white Rioja too. Out of, yes, yeah, but not I, out of white Tempranillo generally. It's I don't know what that was out of, but it was insane. And they do like weird aging stuff with it, and it tastes like sherry sometimes. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I could recognize a sherry, but I do know that every time I've had a port. It's just a bit too much for me. Oh, port also you know? comes in a bunch of different styles, but it's a heavy. Yeah, it's a. I, I, I enjoy... maybe because it's coming at the end too. Yeah, if you're already full, that's a lot. Yeah, I was recently. I spent two weeks in Colombia, and for the first half of it, I was by myself. So I just booked a bunch of like tasting menus at like cool places with oh. a bunch of wine pairings, and so I would have like all this incredible wine, um, mostly sourced from like different regions in South America, and then at the end of a couple of them was a port. And maybe it's just because by that time I had had like 10 courses of food. What type of port was it? Do you know? Was it a ruby port or a tawny I, port? Tawny. Tawny, okay. It was because my friend I met up with, her name is Tawny. And so I took a picture and I was like, it's a sign. It's a I don't know of what, but you're here. <laughs> nice. It was tawny, yes. Yeah, those, those can, well, most ports are pretty much all ports sweet, but yeah. Yeah, and it was, um, it, it for something that came at the end, I thought it'd be like a nice sipping something, but oh. I don't think I know how to properly like. Were they serving sip. it with something? With dessert? Okay. I think it was like um. That place had a coffee course, a truffle course, Ooh. and then the port at the end. I need to eat. Well, what is the name of this place? This place is in Medellin. It's called El Cielo, and like the sky. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think that's the word that's for sky. That's the word for sky. C-I-E-L-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the chef right now, his tasting menu was based on like the evolution of the earth Ooh. and just evolution of life. So the first course, they bring out this like steaming something and there's a big bowl and you put your hands over the bowl and they pour warm, pure like dark chocolate all over your hands they're like and this is a spa treatment i was like okay cool and then they have like a coffee sugar scrub that they put and they're like and now rub your hands together and this is supposed to like awaken all your senses with the coffee and i was like okay cool and then try well no go on i was about to say what they should try first well then (laughs) my hands are like covered and they're like and now the chef encourages you to lick your hands clean to bring you back to childhood and the beginning of your life when it was okay to explore all your senses like uninhibited i'm like be like i still lick the bowl so this oh is yeah extra good now i, I mean, can like, do it in i'm public. indian we grew up eating with our hands <laughs> but not like this right and so then i'm just like by myself in the corner at this like fancy restaurant just like absolutely giggling and licking my hands clean and i licked them clean and it was so fucking good and then they rinse them but then every time i took a bite of food I just smelled like a warm and it just like awakened everything with everybody. It was very cool. That's super awesome. Yeah. It was like, wait, where was this again? This was in Medellin, Colombia. Okay. Um, I had like, I like, I'm big about experiences like that. When I travel, I'm like, I don't care if I didn't see this, you know, cathedral or museum. I care about where I eat and drink the most. It's the only thing I plan. I like art too, but I, I, the most I'm like, where do I need a reservation? Yeah. Where do I need to? Yeah. Imbibe and where do I need to eat? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's so cool. Um, oh, yeah. No, you. the thing you were telling me about the putting things on your hands like a spa treatment. Yeah. When I was, I'm like, literally the only travel stories I can actually tell are about Portugal. That's the only crazy place I've been in uh, forever. But um, one of the wineries we toured, the woman t- was taking us through. In, in Porto or? Um, we were in the Vino Verde, so, oh, wow. which is actually you fly into Port and it's actually actually Porto the the city is in the Vino Verde region. Oh, okay. Um, Port is further inland that region. Um, oh, okay. It, where the Douro is. Douro Valley, yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Douro Valley runs all the way to like. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the region named yeah. It looks incredible. It was so beautiful, and it was yeah. cloudy the whole time I was there, and they kept apologizing for it. I'm like, you don't know how much I miss clouds. Yeah, you're like I'm good <sighs> on sun. I'm protecting oh. my skin. <laughs> so this woman brings us in and we look in one of the giant stainless steel uh, things where they're keeping wine and she's checking on the lees, which are like the dead yeast cells that they rest the... Wow. And she reached in. She's like, if I ever try to open another building, it'll be a spa thing. You have to rub these on your skin. And she like rubbed the lees on our wrists and like all day, it just felt so like... I don't... I, maybe it just exfoliated because it's kind of mm-hmm. gritty, but like... And it my was skin like... Just, um, 
yeast you said yeah it was like the dead yeast cells because that they hadn't strained off the wine yet that were being left there to give it texture and body and she was like she's like I gotta check them in and taste them and smell them make sure they're okay and then she like rubbed them interesting yeah and it really made my I mean it only especially because they're dead yeah I'm like would active yeast eat away at something um (laughs) not in a bad way but in a good way like it eats all the sugar and wine and makes the alcohol yeah like in kombucha Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Whenever I read sugar content on kombucha, everyone always makes me feel better by being like, but it, it's, it's, all the sugar is eaten up in the process. And I'm like, okay, so I'm like yeah. chugging it, but is it true? <laughs> I yeah. think that I don't know how they have to classify it, but I feel like it's remaining sugar. Kombucha? In kombucha. I mean... They might... Well, here's the thing is they can stop... They, I mean, there's barely any alcohol in fermentation, so they probably... Stop it before all the sugar's been eaten. Yeah, because if all the sugar got eaten, it would be like they wouldn't be able to sell it at a grocery store. As to what to about hard at. kombucha? So that's probably lower in sugar then. That's probably lower in they sugar. They ferment it longer, they've, and they've potentially added active yeast as opposed okay. to just using the scoby. Okay, yeah. so the scoby is an ambient yeast thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the scoby like you <laughs> don't want to put it in the fridge because I make kombucha. You don't want to put it in the oh. fridge, and you don't you like just leave it at room temperature the whole time. Uh, and I think when you make active kombucha, you would, in the second fermentation process, that's when you would probably add more sugar or juice. Yeah. That plus else, yeast. I'm not sure if maybe the people making hard are just adding alcohol to it. It but is, that's also possible. Oh, probably, like, in my mind, way. I'm like, they're fermenting it longer. No. They're pro- I, yeah, they're pro- I don't know. I, we'll find out. But uh, I, I, is Ellen it a secondary Bennett, fermentation like what this Lambrusco went under? Potentially. I second, <laughs> way to bring it back to the wine. Yeah, okay. I second ferment my kombucha. Interesting. With, with the juice. Just to get the bubbles in Just there? Just to get the bubs. Nice. Gotta have those bubs. When I was in like... Try rubbing the dead yeast, the dubs, dead Scooby on your hand later. Um, yeah, I could. I'll let you know what happens. Okay. Make a face mask. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, got, I, got. Yeah, I do feed it to my worms. I like that you have pet worms. I pet worms. You didn't kill them. No, they're, they're compost worms. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I firm a compost. Wow. That's awesome. I should start Very saving cool. my you scraps. Have, you don't have a good spot oh you don't i i, w- I would feel better about as a friend scraps. i need you're to, like don't do that <laughs> i need you to not give me your scraps ellen okay yeah <laughs> i get at that same at a dinner party not too long ago i made a bunch of artichokes mm-hmm. and i, I caught myself having the thought oh boy i wish i were taking these leaves home to mm. feed to my worms and then i thought that is an insane thought. I mean, what if to it's have. me just stopping by <laughs> like and you wouldn't craving even... trash? Yes, <laughs> you won't even know I'm there. I'll just like dump them in your compost and run away. I mean, like, I feel I'm like doing... we all crave trash in different ways. Though, I'm doing so enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to chase bringing more trash around. Okay, I did. But what if the trash chases you? Okay, then well, bring what it if over you if are you trash? <laughs> <to. laughs> when I was in Stockholm last year, I went to this uh, restaurant. So there's like a Fotografiska, which is like their photography museum on the top floor, has this plant-based restaurant that focuses on like all the parts of the plants you don't use, like the leaves and things like that. And I had a compost baked onion dish and it was so good. I don't know, but it's- Like they baked it in compost or- I guess like they baked it in all- Kind of like how, how people bury stuff in salt to bake sometimes? Do yeah. they put it in compost? I guess so. Wow. I mean, I was trying to make eye contact with the chef. He wanted nothing to do with Ugh. me. But uh, <laughs> it <Scared>. was so <laughs> interesting. <laughs> was it good? It was so good. Okay. But I was like, am I eating trash? Yeah. But also, like, it's only trash because we decided it was. It's true. You know? I, and because maybe 100%. it was inedible. But I mean, I uh, if I make potatoes, I'm going to eat the skin and everything yeah. um most fruits I definitely do get rid of like orange and lemon peel although i should candy it or something yeah or just keep it in your sink or you know clean something with it, it is better to candy it than compost it because of ph reasons oh does it it's too it's acidic oh okay too low a ph uh or use the zest low, or yeah and use the oh. zest candy you know what the my zest. aunt does well, I, oh what does she aunt a, do she has a lemon tree with these huge lemons she takes a lemon she uh, freezes the entire lemon. Then she grates the frozen lemon, the whole thing, 
and then puts it in a plastic bag and then just take like spoonsful spoonfuls I, of that. So I, she's using the whole thing. I've gotten That's great. so into yeah. like so my recent things. Sometimes I like to get out my Vitamix and I blend up like half a lemon and some turmeric root and a little bit of yeah. ginger root. But it's kind of a pain to make just to like chop all, I, I hate chopping but I love to bake but I hate chopping vegetables so yeah. it occurred to me recently I was like oh I can make little packets of these and freeze them all so now I have a baggie full of like uh tonic <laughs> turmeric tonic ready things to throw in my blender that's it's perfect very exciting you could put it in, um if it's liquid in an ice cube tray oh, and make little ice cubes out of it that'd be cool I mean yeah. It, yeah right now it's just like literally half of lemon frozen with like yeah. chunks of all the other things I want yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. But, but that's a good idea <sighs> we're full of ideas tonight this is so good <laughs> this is so good should we well let's play what's in the glass with it um, yeah does can I ask a need... dumb wine question go for it uh, there are no dumb questions chilling the wine would affect the viscosity right or is that not a thing that people pay attention to um I don't think it would affect the viscosity. It um, This feels thick, and I'm like, is it because it's colder, or is it just a thick, jammy wine? I think it's just because it's a, a wine that's got some tannins in it, um, and it's uh, it's got bubbles give the, the feeling of viscosity, I think, in body, and it's probably somewhat high in alcohol, which also adds to viscosity. Um, uh, when you first you. poured it, it was quite frothy. It yeah. was very frothy. That That secondary fermentation goes away fast sometimes. I um, loved it. It was like a purple froth. Yeah, I should have put the stopper in it, and it still bubbles a little. And so yeah. we we start by looking at it usually, which okay. now it's dark. We can tell you that when we poured this out, there was this gorgeous fuchsia foam on the top. Yeah, it was beautiful, and you still get a little bit of it at the rim. It's pretty deep purple. Yeah, and there's some froth being left behind. Yeah, I don't oh. know what you call that. Sure, if that's... kind of like an ocean tide, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like when like a I wave crashes on the bubbles. shore. I think that's oh. just re- tiny bubbles. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think because you can, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I don't think there's sediment in here. So then we smell it. I'd say it's medium plus intensity. Yeah, it's not have, super strong. It's have not you super ever served funky. a plus intensity wine, or what would is there anything that would be in a plus intensity like fully uh, plus? Yeah. Oh, like. Um, sherry. Okay. <laughs> would be just plus intensity. Just mean a very strong. Well, I, I fear I was going to say high. So I, in terms of uh, aroma strength, basically, yeah. is uh, I would put this at medium plus. I, high would be something that just like that you smell when you walk into the room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. Which happens with sherry. Uh, oh yeah, guys, I passed my fortified wine test. I Congratulations. I, Congratulations! Thank you. I only have one more test between me and my sweet, sweet W set diploma. Um, let's get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. It's yeah, I'm relieved. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so I was saying, um, if if you a wine that you walk into the room, you can smell it. it yeah. You kind of measure it by how close you have to get your nose to the glass to smell it. I gotta really get in this glass. Oh really? To smell it. I'm but also maybe con- a little congested because <laughs> I can get it. Like, if, like to me, if you get just in the glass, that's like medium. No, like my you- upper lips hitting the rim of the glass. Oh. But I'm also not a pro, you know. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. I get a few inches. I'm literally like sucking it up through my nose, and I'm like, I can't smell it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I wish I could help. I have Sudafed if you want it. No, no, I'm fine. I, I can smell it when I'm in there, though. Okay, cool. It's nice. I I get like, like plummy things and like flowers and and balsamic vinegar. Yes, Mm. I definitely get plum. I get a little. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm like making up terms because no, no, no. I don't know proper ones like dark, chewy fruit. Yeah. Like plum, prune. Right. It's like, the really ripe fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you're not making things up at all. Uh, okay. Prunes and uh, uh, like you talk about the nature of because sometimes you're like, I smell tart fruit. I smell yeah. ripe. I smell baked fruits. I, I get cherry. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. crazy? Like like dark cherries? Yeah, like a Bing cherry. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, N- not also, a maraschino. but Not like, a maraschino, yeah. no. Uh, I'm also team prunes over plums, separate from what's Ooh. in a glass. But I think I'm at a and point for in eating? my life for eating. Because yeah. I like plums them both. are so hit or miss. Yes. but prunes but they're gonna good. get you every time. Mm. I yeah, don't, don't I think I've actually prunes. eaten enough prunes. You gotta, you gotta, eat gotta prunes. be careful though. Why? You can't what eat do too I need to spend? What happens? They go right through. Yeah. Oh, that's. I eat so oh. much fiber. Yeah, I love I prunes. But I think that's the good time I've been having. Oh. Yeah, that's that's probably what we love about <laughs> them. But I remember, like, I was eating them like candy oh. when I lived in Atlanta one night, and 
my cousins who also live there were like, you better be careful. That's like, those things aren't, can't, you're not supposed to, you maybe have like one a day. And I was like, I'm fine. I had like six prunes and I was like, oh, I have you're to talking go. someone who eats about a head of cauliflower a day. So I think my body is like adjusted. <laughs> yeah. I ate so many plants and beans and mm. lentils. They're so good. And I'm like, if. If this is going to, you know, make my body react, I, it's worth it. Well, you guys give me a prune recommendation if I'm going to eat a prune because I can't think of the last time I actually ate one. I know I love a good plum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want like a junky prune, that's probably not even that healthy, but tastes so good. They have um, cherry essence prunes and they're like at, in the grocery that store. Sounds, it's like that sun It's similar brand. to like a lot of cranberries will have like an orange essence right. on them. Yeah. And I'm sure they're very high in sugar, but they are mm. so good. It tastes like a fruit roll-up, but better. <laughs> nice. That was like food that I was jealous of other kids having in their lunch growing up because our family would definitely not buy those things. Oh, my God. Sadly. I was just telling a story earlier tonight about, like, my mom, similar. Like, I was We eating... had a dehydrator that my mom would sometimes dry things in, but... Oh, I was eating cheese and lettuce sandwiches. She, like, wouldn't even buy meat because we didn't really eat that much meat growing up. But I kept seeing everyone at school bringing those tuna kits. Oh. Where it's like a I was so tuna. jealous of Lunchables. I'm like, what yes. is my processed food? I, I didn't appreciate it. Like the nastiest stuff. We were like, well, so cool. But those tuna kits, it was like, it came with its own little Oh, I've seen that cup. it's got the thing on the top and there's yeah. the relish that and goes with it. And you mix with tuna, you drain mayo. your own tuna, nasty. <laughs> then you're putting like mayo, mustard, and relish yeah. and you're mixing it up with a wooden spoon and then you get crackers. And I was like, this is so cool. I can't believe it. And I begged my mom for so long and she's like, this is disgusting. I'm not buying this. And I was like, please, please, please. And she's like, fine. So I like had my tuna kit and I was like, oh my God. And you ate day. it too. Well, I brought it to school and I was like so fucking excited. And I was like, this bitch Look got a tuna got. kit today. Okay, everyone watch out. <laughs> and we had assigned tables and I like opened up my lunchbox and I was like all proud. And I like took out my tuna kit mm-hmm. and I started opening it up. And you know, chef over chef Boyardee over here. <laughs> And everyone at the table was like, oh, what's that smell? Stinks. What is that? Tuna stinks. And I was like, people have been bringing this for yeah, weeks. And what's no up with that? And I remember this one girl. She was a grade younger than me. Her name was Sarah Jones. And she was like, you can sit next to me. I like tuna. Good for her. Uh, See, I was going to say, so I feel like sweet. I got made fun of for tuna. Scent. Like people would be like. And yeah, also raisins. I had a friend smell. who turned me off raisins because my mom would pack me raisins. raisins. She's like, they look like dried cockroaches. I couldn't eat them for like two years after that. I was so mad. You know what my response was? I used Kids to are love cruel beef jerky. And someone's like, I remember sometime, one time someone was like, well, you know, that's made of rat tails. And I turned to her and I was like, well, I guess I love rat tails. <laughs> yes. Because this shit is delicious. You're awesome. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim bitch. <laughs> oh. I wish I'd had you as a friend. And- I, well, because when you think about like the animals we choose to eat and the animals we <laughs> right, don't, it it's like, where did we even come up with this? So it's like to eat a rat is really not that much more disgusting than to eat a pig. Like we're eating, yeah. you know, eat what you want. Yeah. Live your life. Just don't eat each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably cannibalism is something to be avoided. Unless they're mean. Then they probably taste extra. But then you don't want to eat the bitter. evil. Yeah. yeah. Don't eat the evil. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just kill them. This took a turn and I'm loving it. <laughs> Just kill your enemies. I went from them. talking about like a Michelin star tasting <laughs> menu to being like, I don't know. Don't think I'd eat a human because I don't want to absorb the evil. <laughs> <laughs> Should we let's uh, let's let's finish what's the oh, right, right, the wine. Oh, so we we're gonna next we're gonna look at structure. Okay. So um things to think when you take a taste. Uh notice how much your mouth waters and notice how much it, it feels dry afterwards, and then we'll talk about that and what that means. Okay. I don't think this is that acidic. Well, it's maybe like medium acidity. I, I mean my mouth is like Niagara Falls right now. Okay. It was watering before I even took a sip. Oh. Maybe, well, maybe I. The um, roof of my mouth now. Maybe my 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 dry. acid receptors are congested. <laughs> it could be. I'm gonna say medium plus. The, oh, the dryness <laughs> is something different than the acid. Okay, okay, okay. But if you're watering a lot, then it's probably got a good amount of acid. Yeah, I yeah. also used I, to drool a lot as a kid, so maybe I just like produce extra saliva. I don't know. <laughs> I always get acid wrong. That's something that I'm bad at gauging. I know this from all my dorky years so okay we're gonna say it's medium plus acid yeah the dryness um that we're looking at is tannins um Mm -hmm. which tends to they're a phenolic thing that binds with proteins in your mouth and that's why they get in there and if there's a lot of tannins it just sucks your mouth dry because the tannins are like 
binding with your saliva, hanging out with all that protein. Yeah, science. It's fun. It is. Well, it's interesting that it only happens in certain parts of the mouth, too. Mm. Yeah. Like right now, it's like um, after my mouth stopped watering, it was just like at like the roof of my mouth and like middle of my tongue a little. Yeah. I get it all on the gums, too. I feel like mm. if you put it in your mouth and you swish it around a lot, maybe you'd get it more. I don't know. Let's try. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm getting it more on my gums. Desert. Yeah, I think it's just where no, the... Joshua Tree. So this is pretty panic wine. <laughs> Yeah, like the inside of my lips are dry as hell mm-hmm. now. Interesting. Yeah, so many I'm learning so much. Things. Oh, yay. Well, I, I hope this is fun. <laughs> no, this is. Um, then we look at alcohol level, which is basically like, where do I burn and yeah. how much? Um, I mean, I think sometimes we guess the level. I'm guessing this is like a 14.5. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know. It tastes so smooth to me. I feel like I can't. It's very smooth. Yeah. For as tannic as is, it's very smooth. Hmm. I don't know. David? The last wine we did was 12.5. You got it on the dot. This is more. It's maybe 14. I'm going to say 14.6. I'm going to say, I'm going to be wild, and I'm going to say 14.8. Okay. Whoa. We've got 14, 14.6, and 14.5. Um, let's see where it is. Oh, guys, we are so wrong. Maybe we're just getting drunk way too oh, fast. No. <laughs> it's 11.5. L- what? L- I have never been this off on an alcohol level. They're lying. They're allowed to be one point it off. It feels yeah, stronger. But, but also, I, I'm shocked that that, even with that one point off, that that could potentially be 12.6 versus the 12.5 one we had last yeah. time. They also could be lying to us. I think they're lying. I, no, I think this is more alcoholic. The percentage on other types of alcohol, so I have like a reference point. Okay. Beer is like anywhere between like the really cheap or beers, the the non like Oklahoma beers, which I think have to be like two and a half. The, your mm-hmm. typical Bud Light's like four to five. Um, craft is like. Craft is going to be higher. Yeah. And like the, the intense ones that I find undrinkable are like 13. Like delirium. Like vodka, like 80 proof vodka is 40%. 40. Yeah. Vodka is 40%. Yeah. That's why you. Yeah. Ugh. So one tiny <laughs> shot of it is like yeah. two glasses of wine. I can't believe people take shots of vodka. I don't it's understand like nail polish shots remover. in general. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I did too many when I was young. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I should be dead. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like every time I do take a shot, I immediately want to scream afterwards. Like it feels like my body's on fire. I don't. I can't, I can't do shots. I still once in a while someone will serve them up and you're just like "Eh, i'm gonna sip i know you're like in the moments you're like yeah and then you feel like you got hit by a dump truck and you're like why did i do that now i have to go home i can be very easily pressured into taking a shot really well look at my bar over there guys (laughs) no he has to drive home we're not gonna do that it just takes me a long time to take the actual shot like i don't know how people just like i don't know how something and also i like to enjoy things i ingest yeah it's like the competitive eaters where they're just shoving it down so fast i'm like how is that enjoyable i guess when they're like dunking the hot dog buns in water so they can take them down easier i'm like this is disgusting people are starving in the world like who thought of this yeah i i mean i guess it's a sport in its own right of how much your digestive system can hold yeah i clearly get sucked into way too many food people's uh youtube videos oh my gosh yeah where i'm just like ooh, but i want to see in their ten thousand uh calorie grocery hall i want to see what they end up eating it looks so crazy to eat all that at once but then they start eating it really fast i'm like oh okay go away i know i know i like love looking in people's fridges Mm -hmm. i think it's like the most fascinating grocery checker would be kind of fun at least oh. i would probably get old really fast but no growing up my sister and i both used to say we wanted to be the beep beep girl at Publix because <laughs> we wanted to be the cashier just to see it would be I interesting getting. i would create i like create narratives for strangers oh. though and if i was like a cashier at a grocery oh. store i would create so many narratives about people worked at vons the friendliest grocery the one that, <laughs> i mean no the people that work in my vons are awesome <laughs> which one so, is it it's up a third in vermont Oh yes, they're so I used nice to go to there. that one. They know you'll hear them. My Kale dad's- is like ninety nine cents a bunch there too. Oh nice. Oh no, sorry, that was a Ralph's across the street. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the a people there aren't as, as yeah. nice, but Vaughn's yeah. like my dad was really impressed with like one of the times he's visiting me in L A. and we went there and he's like, wow, this is a big city. And the person in front of us, we heard them talking, being like, oh, how's your mother? What's going on with that oh, illness? Yeah. And he's like, they're so nice here. 
They're really nice. I had a friend. I used to live in Larchmont. I used to go to the pavilions on Melrose and Vine. And I had a friend at the pavilions there. He saw me through a breakup. I saw him through his son being born premature. Oh, man. I now, saw him through his wife losing his job. Oh we really God. supported each other. Yeah, no. I mean, it's awesome when you can find people that are... That's so sweet. Like, they all know now because they're like... I'm Because whatever I'm working on, I'll be buying a like weird assortment of alcohol. Yeah. And, and they found out I'm like studying it. So now I go and they're like, oh, how are they go- things going at the tests? And That's so it's nice. So it's like anywhere in a city like LA, you can find any sort of sense of connection or community. Mm-hmm. Like I grab onto it. It's valuable. It really is. In I grew up in Florida. Florida and um, the grocery store there was Publix and their motto is where shopping is a pleasure and it's still <laughs> like the best grocery oh. store it's I I've don't know if been it's, to a Publix. it's like the lighting the Publix the cake sandwiches are supposed to be good right oh pub subs the public sub is one of the best subs I've ever had well, in my life. Well, the Vaughn's chocolate cake by the slice. Very good. Oh, my God. Pavilion's it's like a seven coconut layer cake. cake. Oh, I don't like coconut, so I probably wouldn't oh, like that. Okay, but no, I'll no, believe no. you that it's good if you like coconut. Yeah. Well, you said seven layer chocolate cake at Vaughn's. Yeah, like if you look at the sliced desserts. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't actually bought a slice of that in forever, but it's... I, I first... I became this like giant chocolate cake uh, devotee because I discovered the Linda's fudge cake at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh my, I love and then I Factory. saw something that looked like that at Vaughn's and I was like, this can't be as good. And I took yeah. it home and I'm like, this is so good and so fresh. Yeah. Cover something in chocolate. I will absolutely eat it. Including... I sound like a Kathy cartoon. I'm like, wine, chocolate, <laughs> ack! <laughs> I mean, I endorse that. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, so do we taste different things than we smell on this? Let me get in my glass real quick. Get in there, get in there. I taste a little more red fruit than I did, like like dried strawberries. Yeah, I feel like it tastes juicier than it smells. Yeah. But it looks, like as soon as you poured it, I was like, this is going to be juicy as hell. It's so goth. It's a very dark, I said it's so goth. Yeah, it is. I would love a lip color in this. Mm. (laughs) There's probably someone out there who makes a Lambrusco. Oh, yeah. I mean, named anyway. Oh, for sure. You know, there's um, there's this company called Bite, and they make like plant-based lipsticks and like really high pigments. And on Larchmont, they have the Bite Lip Lab or something. And you can go in and like make your own lipstick. I'm going to go in there with a bottle of this and be like... You should. They'll make make you your own thing. And like they'll put your name on the lipstick bottle and you can like name it and stuff. But it's like kind of expensive. Yeah. But I'm like, that would be like a fun gift. That would be fun. Oh, yeah, to give someone. Tell me when your birthday's coming. You're gonna give me a lip lab? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, but that would be cool. You should make a Lambrusco lipstick. That'd be fun. There is Essie makes a nail polish, which I have yet to find for myself. But my I was admiring my friend's nails, and she's like, "This is Bordeaux." Oh, I love it. Uh, I, I went to shape. Paris for the first time last year. Ooh. And how much do you travel every year? Um, I try and take a, at least two big trips oh. and then like little ones here and there. But when I leave, I like leave for like anywhere from like two weeks to like a month gotcha. or so. I just like to just get it's out. It's so good. You know? I'm so jealous. That's awesome. Well, when I went to Europe last time, I just like booked a one way because I didn't need to be back and I didn't know like when I was starting to film the next thing again. So I was like, well, if I don't have to be back, y'all just email me when you need me to. Yeah. And I'll just, because it wasn't really that much more expensive to just buy yeah. something last Wait, minute. Wait, is there going to be a special season two? There is. Yay! We start shooting in two weeks. Oh, yeah. You guys, um, t- go on Netflix and watch special uh, uh, Ryan O'Connell, also former, I probably said that already, also former guest of the show. His show is, it's fantastic and it's Poonam so is brilliant. so good in it. Oh, it's only like you. 90 minutes to get through all of it, right? They're yeah. all really short. I think, first are they going to make it longer for this season? Yeah, so first episode, our first season was quarter hour series and um, we're going to have 30 so minute bingeable. episodes. Yay. Congratulations to Thank that as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited. And we're shooting in LA. We shot the first season in Austin, um, which I loved because talk about good food. Tex-Mex. That's so City. Give me some queso any day. Oh my God. The food in that city. Like usually when I'm shooting, you're like so tired by the end of the day. You just like go home and you're like, whatever. But in Austin, it was like. I was. One of my questions was, yeah. uh, how's the how's Netflix catering on the set? It Well, in Austin, it was in incredible because a lot of times you're like on set and the catering is like you know they're feeding like a crew of right. like 40 year old men so it's like a steamship of beef and like yeah boiled unseasoned vegetables and i'm like i can't you know but in austin it was like stews and oh. breakfast tacos Ooh. and like veggie burgers and 
Oh God, the food was so good there. Austin does have great food. It was insane. I was like, Ryan and I would go out after we would wrap every night and we would go to so many places and we would get like cacio pepe as an appetizer. We were having like plates of pasta as an app before we like had our entrees. And we, I, I was feel just like, like that's how the Italians do it. Pasta is like a second course yeah. that's kind of small and a warm up to the main course. I know. I still have never been to Italy. I went when I was like just a, a wee tiny kid. So I don't remember being impressed with the food. I was into yeah. food by then already, but I think I wasn't prepared. Like I remember I went into a restaurant and I ordered whatever it was supposed to be like translated to like ham and eggs. Yeah. And I got this pot that it looked like there were uncooked eggs and just like shards of ham. This is before I was a vegetarian, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I was really grossed out and disappointed, but I did eat so much bread and butter. Throughout yeah. Europe, yeah. in I, France, and Italy. I don't oh. dream of the food I had in Italy in the same way I dream about food I had in Japan or Spain. Oh, I want to go I to still Japan. dream of yeah. the bread in Portugal. I want to go to Japan, too. I've always wanted to make the milk bread. Like, you have to buy a special tin oh, to make. Right, I want right. to make that. Or like that fluffy Japanese cheesecake. Oh, that scares me. Those kind of... I watch the videos <laughs> of them, and they're wiggling around. I'm like... They're fun. They're, they're really fun. good. They oh, look I good. Believe, they I look could. like airier than like a dense cheesecake. See, I you like know? really. I'm not they're the biggest pr- cheese. I like they're a very dense cake. Ca- they're yeah. very cakey. The the fun yeah. ones, okay. but they are good. Okay. They look I mean, I'll have to try one. I've never yeah. tried one. They look great. I when I went to Paris, I wasn't planning. I like tacked it on because I was like. I don't really need to go to Paris. I had gone to like Spain and Menorca and like all these things. Gotta go to France and have a croissant. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't really care about Paris. I don't think I'll really like it. And my friend was like, you love food and wine. Yeah. That's like why you travel and you're not going to go to fucking Paris. And I went and I was like, what was I thinking? Paris is amazing. Like the food in Paris is insane. The second time I was there, I was like 16 and I, I was just like, Oh, I, I didn't love it the first time I went and the second time I was just like, I would live here. Like not a dud in the group. And we mm-hmm. were going down like, you know, they have those little like um, passageways and like alleys that are just full of restaurants. Oh, yeah. Just like 20 restaurants in an alley. And every single one of them is incredible. It was it was crazy. The cheese, the bread. And I can't really eat cheese and bread here. It makes me sick. But when I'm there, when I was you there can eat everything. Every day, because at that point, uh, like we were old enough, our parents, and I had a friend that lived there. They would kind of let us like cut loose and do things. I would go to the Place de Vosges with my sketchbook and like draw. Oh my God. And then I would go to like, just, just like the tiny, tiny, not even a supermarket, just what would you call it? Like a bodega, basically. Yeah. But they would have someone there and you could point to the baguette you wanted and point to the cheese and they would cut open the baguette and slather it in butter oh and then put the God. cheese in there and butter I'd get, and cheese and I'd take that to back to the pasta Vosges along with an orange and just sit there and love life oh, I know I had a lot of really beautiful fresh apricots mm. there as well I've rarely oh. had a fresh apricot in life really yeah you would love it I mean that's if you like prunes, that's something I've had dried more <laughs> yeah like I prefer prunes over plums, but I prefer fresh apricots over dried okay. ones. Also, I don't love. I, agree. I don't like dried apricots. Yeah, so I, agree. I. I'm not fresh a fresh big... ones are beautiful. Yeah, and they're so tiny; they're like the perfect little snack. Mm. My favorite stone fruit is quite possibly the white nectarine. Interesting. Sorry, no. They tend yeah. to be a little crunchier than I, I would prefer. I, oh, see, I like a, I like a good like under. Crunch. I like a little under ripeness on my fruit. Oh no, I like juicy, like running down my hands, like it's a goddamn mess when I eat it. <laughs> I, I only need peaches from the stone fruit category. Okay. Oh wow, see, I'm, I'm bold. A, I also like. Maybe I'm a peach racist. I tend to like white peaches better than yellow. White peaches ones. are good, but yellow ones are great. Saturn peaches are good. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. And they do taste good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, nectarines I like, but get plums out of here. I don't need plums. See, I've had some really good yeah. like red plums, purple. I'll sure. I when, it, when a plum is good, it's amazing. A, what's it called? A pluot? I've had oh, from farm. Because I get the farm are beautiful. fresh yeah. for you delivery. When they have pluots, I'm like. You know what I like really? about plums? The velvety skin. Plums? It's, plums have like a, like a tender skin. Oh, okay. Like but not, not like yeah. fuzzy like peaches. Not fuzzy yeah, like yeah, peaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's not velvety. It's more like satiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, satiny. And I do like that. So it would make for a That's good pillow. That's also what I like about nectar. Oh, for a good pillow. Yeah. Plums oh. would make for a better pillow than peaches. Your next business, plum pillows. <laughs> the texture, the skin 
texture of the plum is just such a contrast to the inside of a lot of plums you eat, though. Yeah. There's a lot of bad plums out there. There's a lot of bad there's plums. There's a lot of bad peaches. Plums do better. <laughs> plums just like don't make them too. When they grow too big, then they tend to not. But yeah, they're, or they're like, like too mushy or too crunchy. Yeah. I don't mind. I like the slightly more crunchy, but yeah, yeah. like a perfect red plum. Mm. Uh, let's see. I have other questions I yes. want to ask about food and such. Um, I was curious if in uh, if when you were with Second City in Chicago, if you guys had like after practice hangouts or things you'd go drink oh, or eat in yeah. Chicago. Well, yeah, like working in theater. Excuse me, burps. Um, I feel like certain nights we would <clears throat> we'd have like two shows. The second one would start at 1030. Then we would do like an improv set afterwards. So we wouldn't even be out till like 2 a.m. some nights. But Chicago's a late city. It is. Like I, the way I lived in Chicago, I could not do now. <laughs> like I get tired at like 1030. Um, but there, then you have like all this adrenaline pumping yeah, through you because yeah, you just did two shows. So there, there's this bar across from Second City called Old Town Ale House. <clears throat> and... It's like this old bar. It's been there forever. So it's we the one with all the paintings, right? All these nude it's paintings of like Sarah Palin and Trump, Whoa. and it's, it's like weird. Yeah, an amazing place to drink. Okay. It really yeah. is. Because I have a lot of friends who live in River North and Old yeah. Town. Yeah, so it's right there. And all it's like one of the few places I would go where it's like the bartenders, the bouncer, everyone's like older. It's like an older bar, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's not like hot young bartenders and music blaring. There's like oh, a jukebox. I, I was there I after a wedding that. two years ago. Yeah. Or like, we, we left the wedding early. Oh, and it was a family bad. wedding. You got to. But the, but the, but the <laughs> cool cousins left early. <laughs> and uh, we drank there. It was a It's blast. such a fun bar. And then the tamale guy will come The tamale guy did like come there in the four. rain. That I was guy, very happy with him. Are, and I really want to be like... He charges only five dollars for a do bag they make of like. Vegetarian tamales. They have they, cheese, cheese ones. ones. Are they? Do you know if they? Sorry, I'm one of those obnoxious. I know if like, they use pork lard. In it? Yeah. I'm sure, because um, they're so good. They're probably delicious. Well, yeah, I learned a tamale guy secret. Uh huh. Because he keeps showing up whenever I go back to Chicago. Yeah. There's multiple tamale guys. Yes. So he has a whole team now. But the one at Ale House was always the same yeah, guy. But yeah, yeah, no. Well, he has to, he had to branch out. He's doing too well. Right. Like he can't it's handle it all. It's such a delight when he comes by. Everyone loves it. And I really want to be like, you can charge more. He's only charging $5 a bag. I was like, drunk people would How pay many? 10 Yeah. You get five tamales plus salsa. Oh, or shit. a 2 a.m. upcharge if he's still out there. Yeah. Oh, that's good four. Yeah. Yeah. Or like charge more for the meat ones. He's doing just Get fine without tamales. my advice. But I was like, man, I would pay you more. Let me pay you more. This is a brilliant idea. And they're just so good. Because mm. when you're drunk, you just want something like bready, starchy yeah. inside of you. And it's like perfect. That does sound, it's like a, a portable form of like grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like an arepa. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, let me see. I have more questions I want to ask before we... Okay, so I have to ask, because I heard you say on Adam Roberts' Lunch Therapy that um, you were talking about how you are going to have this birthday party with multiple pizzas to see which was best. Yes. And you had mentioned you like masa, which I still haven't had yet, better than like even Chicago deep dish. But have you ever had St. Louis pie pizza? Cause that's really no, good. is that deep dish? It's deep dish and there's cornmeal. It's really good. Oh, but I was I curious from your birthday party if you picked a favorite. Okay. What did you order? It was a fucking hit. I went wild. I and they all came. Do it again, like, and I'll with come it. with a present. No, a for sure, I have to. I mean, I felt sick afterwards because I was eating so much cheese, and I was like, whatever. Did you order the same flavor from everyone? Or? No. So I say, and I hate to say it, the only regret was the Pizza Hut. It did I, not live up to how I remembered. I, I loved it. I, oh, I never was a... We were like a Papa John's family. Oh, we were getting Pizza Hut. I loved like a Pizza Hut personal pan. It just wasn't good. Mm. But the masa, I got one... I don't eat meat, but I think I got... No, no, I got one that was spinach and caramelized shallots. Mm. But the real star of the show for everyone was the deep dish from masa with jardinera. Ooh, it was like pickled vegetables. Yeah. Oh, I've never had that on. It's pizza. like spi- they put it on subs a lot in Chicago, like Italian subs. Yeah. But it's like carrot, jalapeno, onion, cauliflower, That's maybe good. in there. It sounds like stuff that you'd put on. Yeah, like celery a as well. Yeah, yeah, celery. It's like pickled but spicy. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, and it's like so as a topping on pizza, it was incredible. And then I ordered two pies from Garage Pizza. Oh. 
One was a vegan one because one of my friends. They um, do a deep dish, or you're just no. This pizza. was a regular a one. My yeah. only yeah. experience yeah. with Garage is when I've been drinking at Jay's Bar across the parking I love lot, Jay's and you bar. can go over to Garage and order a pizza, and they'll bring it over to Jay's. Oh, I just went to Jay's last week, and I, I was more excited about the food. They have like a they do have smoky tempeh had... melt. Oh. I've always been there too. Like my thing is, we'd go there when Covell would close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so usually, like sometimes there are fries, but yeah, yeah. I haven't tried the other. Food. Oh, it's really good. Um, yeah, they upgraded their menu like a year and a half okay. ago. Okay, it's been at least nice a year and a half since I've been there. Yeah. there. When I ate meat, their regular cheeseburger is very good. Um, but so I ordered from there, and then I ordered from where else? Oh, this place called Delicious Pizza Sunset. Don't know that. It's on Sunset near. I think like Sunset and Seward. I want to say. Um, it's like kind of New York style, but I ordered one that had like eggplant and like ricotta. And then I ordered a white pizza, which I you usually am not a fan. Those, yeah. But this but one was good. I feel like um, as I've grown more older and mature, <laughs> I've been like okay with like not having a red sauce on pastas and pizzas. Like I've really l- learned to love it. And the white pizza was very good. Um, and then I ordered the Pizza Hut, Masa, Delicious, Garage. There was one more. Did you oh, get from Mozza? I didn't get it from Mozza because their pizzas are so small and there was like 14 of us and I was like, yeah, nah, I don't want fast. people to like, I just wanted to order like so much. I, also, and then my I feel friend like Mozza is like, pizza. you, you want to go there? Oh, a It doesn't travel well. Yeah. yeah. I've had it to go before because I like to get the one that comes with like this San Marzano tomato sauce. Okay. I've only actually gotten to the pizzeria once. I usually would yeah, go yeah. hang out at the bar at the Osteria Mozza because like I've know the bartenders and the wine they're so good they do uh, like a three course menu on weekdays or something for 30 bucks oh, and wow. it's great but no the pizzeria is amazing i get this one that doesn't have cheese on it it's just like the sauce and then after they take it out of the oven they put a scoop of fresh cold burrata on it oh, and then it I comes to, to your table that. and you like I'm, my mouth is watering you like puncture the burrata oh, and like yeah. spread it over the hot oh. pizza and it's like hot and cold it's stop stop it just doesn't translate well when you order it at home, you know? Probably not. No, and also, I just feel like the mozas, they're so special that it just feels good to be. Yeah. Like, there, there's something I'm like, oh, if I was getting something at home, I'd get something Right. Different. Yeah. Have you ever, like, you clearly have been learning a lot about food and wine. Yeah. And have you ever, and you work in comedy, have you ever, like, thought about trying to create your own show that somehow weaves them all together yes because you should I have pitched so many to my agents um I think it's just like hard to get them made but that is actually my dream um my friend and I pitched one I pitched this one to my agent where I was like I just get drunk in different cities and try different like amazing drunk late night food or I go to different cities and find vegetarian options or I had an idea where I'm like I meet with like chefs who have signature dishes and um they create vegetarian versions oh, of them yeah. for me these are all such good ideas i know and i'm giving away for free <laughs> someone if you like any of these de- like these ideas Do let's it. make them i know i but so that badly would be want my to- dream to combine comedy and food That's because my dream with wine is i really want to have like a wine show yes. to like combine knowledge with comedy because because it they pair so like especially when I was dining by myself in Colombia and Medellin is like I was at these restaurants for like hours by myself just like moaning in the corner by <laughs> myself and I had like so much commentary to share yeah and I'm like I well, would watch that <laughs> food and wine are always better shared so yes. yeah you all this needs to happen goals I know <laughs> let's manifest it for this year let's manifest it that would be it would be amazing Ugh. yeah no I've thought about like starting another trying to start another YouTube I tried to do a YouTube thing with commenting on the, the show girls and slash making cocktails to yeah. go with it it went nowhere but it was yeah. fun to make That's, I mean but I'm like oh, I should there's do an audience fun. for it <laughs> barely <laughs> not enough not even with a name like girls on girls I, I know right not the audience you're looking for <clears throat> I know I just want to get paid to travel and eat yeah. around the world I mean if I'm starting like, my Portugal trip was the very first of what I hope will be many yeah. like traveling to drink anyway Oh, I went to... You can make this happen. Mendoza. There's a little town on, like south of it called Chakras de Coria. And it's like all little family-owned vineyards. And it was some of the best wine I've ever had in my entire life. And it's so cheap. It always tastes even better like in its like 
institute. I don't know. I mean, I'm telling. I went to this place, Bodega Pulmary, and I'm mm. so mad. I only brought back one bottle because oh. you can't order it online. Yeah, they were like putting our glass to the like, what is it? The cask, or I was about yeah, to say casket to, to the spigot of my the, casket, yeah. the spigot, and like literally straight out of the barrel pouring oh, us that, wine. And that's I was so like, much fun. This I is love insane. That. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Well, we're running short on time, so I should get into, I do this Mm -hmm. final five thing uh, for Delectable, where I transcribe the final five questions, and then it links back to the pod, and it's all for sharing. Um, So, uh, what is the best pairing you've ever had? It can be any kind of drink and any kind of food. Yeah. Or it could even be, we had someone say cigars and uh, burgundy ones, so any kind of pairing. Yes. Um... I would say I had this really incredible um, gamay, mm. and it was with this, um, like, I'm trashy, so I'm going to call it eggplant parmesan, but it was something fancier than that. Um, but it was so perfect, like the earthiness of the eggplant and the cheese melting, and it was, like, so beautiful, and the gamay was, like, super funky. Yeah. I don't know what the hell was happening in my mouth, but I loved it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Um, if you are not choosing wine, uh, if you're going to choose another drink, what would you drink? Mm. The champagne counts as wine, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would probably choose like probably a hard kombucha. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like certain brand or flavor. Um, there was one called Boochcraft that I used to like, but I haven't had it in a while. Um, I do really, really love cocktails, but they have to be like super herby. People don't make cocktails very well, hardly anywhere too. It's tough. Yeah. I have, I have recently met some people that made some really good cocktails, but they have to be, huh? (laughs) You make really good cocktails? Okay. I'll have to try them. (laughs) But yeah, they can't be sweet and they can't be like, I can't have like pulpy juices. Yeah. 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 I just, you got to double strain that shit. Like burping it up and getting like acid reflux. You got to double strain that. Yeah. Like when people used to drink like screwdrivers, I was like orange juice and alcohol is my nightmare. (laughs) Okay. Question number three. Uh, what is, uh, your restaurant goal what's your next like goal restaurant to eat at like it can be something local or someplace do you have a specific restaurant that you're just like ooh? you know that's I a goal. went to Mexico City last year and I didn't get to go to Pujol um I went to his like lunch spot um but I didn't how get do you to spell go- that p-u-j-o-l Pujol or Pujol Pujol I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Both. Well, but I guess the Cardinals, wrong. The Cardinals has, has a player whose last name is Pujol. So, so maybe it is Pujol. Yeah. I, yeah. So. I mean, you uh, just hate to say Pujol. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I mean, this might, is going to be in print. I might be wrong, but I do have friends who just ate there. Uh, in Mexico who, City? Yeah. I'm pretty he's sure an amazing Pujol. show. I've watched like some documentaries on him, and Ooh. he's like so beautiful and incredible. And yeah, that I, I would love to go to that restaurant um, for sure. And there was one in... Um, Barcelona I didn't get to go to called Tickets that's supposed to be like amazing tapas ooh yeah mm. <laughs> um okay next question if you were to make a wine what would you want to make and what would you name it I would want to make something pretty similar to what we're drinking like effervescent jammy funky um but I would love, and this might be a huge faux pas, but in, for some reason in my mind, I would love to make a wine that has like herbs in it. Like I mean, that herbs would just be, infused in it. Um, like uh, vermouths or a lot of, um, there's a lot of things called aromatized wines that yeah. use all sorts of botanicals in them. That would almost be like an Amaro. But yeah, no, that's a yeah. completely legit thing. Like something. Like a lot of vermouths are aromatized. There's, they use all sorts of yeah. stuff in them. I would love that. And I guess I would probably just use my name because I really like my name. You have a great name. <laughs> it means full moon. <gasps> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So I feel like that'd be a good name for a wine. Just yeah. like a full moon. <laughs> full on. Yeah. Um, okay. Our last question that we've asked since the beginning of this show, before there was the final five even, is uh, what's bringing you joy? Can be big or little? Um, right now, 
besides food and wine. <laughs> um, I'm finding a lot of joy in hot yoga. Ooh. I feel like I'm finding a lot of comfort in the discomfort of being like hot and like stretched <laughs> in a weird position. Um, and I'm finding a lot of joy in travel. Mm. And um, I'm really excited about we start shooting season two soon. And I'm, I've am i been reading the scripts and I'm really, really excited about I'm the so development that you're of doing that. my character. And I'm going to be challenged in new ways and you learn a lot about her and it gets a little dark. Um, but I'm really, really excited to like play that and just be so like show someone that's just so real, you know? I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for thank doing you. this. Let's this all so fun. Wait. Cheers. Cheers. Glass. I just drink wine. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with minute maids. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somaliite. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.